The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garan Perra columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. Today we are catching up again with Phil Crabb, non-executive director of Aura Gold. It's listed on the ASX under the code OAU or Oscar Alpha Uniform. It's trading at 2.3 cents for a market cap of 20 million, which is up some 25% on its market cap back in November last year when we first had Phil on the podcast. Now, Phil won't mind me reminding listeners that he's a veteran of the industry. He has done it all over a 50-year career, drilling contractor, quarry manager, and of course, company director slash investor. Has been involved with some big wins over the years too, with most, most of us remembering Gascoigne back in the 1980s. He loves the game and he's looking to do it all again by growing the lightly capitalised aura under a dual strategy of securing a cash flow from an initial mine development and exploring the upside at its big ground position on the lightly explored Abbott's Greenstone Belt near Mikasara, which of course is in the heart of WA's Murchison region. With that, I'm going to say good day to Phil and welcome him back to the podcast. Hi, Phil, and thanks for your time today. Hi, Barry. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Great. Okay, Phil, since we last spoke, there looks to have been some real progress on getting into production. Around, uh, I think there was a scoping study which had some impressive numbers with a gold price uh, in the scoping study set at $2,000 an ounce. Uh, tell us about what the plan is and perhaps what gold today at 2660 an ounce might mean for the, the initial project. Um, yes, the scoping study was for the Crown Prince uh, open cut. Uh, it had previously been mined for about thirty or 40,000 ounces back at the turn of the century. So we've uh, finished all the work, uh, had to convert it to a mining lease, and we're ready to um, start uh, proceedings as soon as we negotiate uh, the native title, which should only be a matter of a, a few weeks now. Um, the grade is very good, and we have negotiated uh, or are negotiating a deal with West Gold, who have a very large 3 million euro tonne plant in the area which services the bulk of the uh, Mikathara field. Um, because the grade's so good, we should end up with a cash surplus of between 15 and $20 million for Aura Gold. That would mean that we'd have a lot of money to continue our uh, heavyweight exploration in the government well, uh, Abbott's Belt, and round the Crown Prince itself, uh, looking for further open cut ore and more of particular interest uh, stuff at depth, uh, at depth later on. Mm. Yeah. It might be a, at this stage a good point just to remind uh, the listeners that what you've got there in, ter- you know, in terms of uh, the square kilometres and the known deposits, obviously you've been ma- uh, mining Crown Prince initially, but there are some other advanced uh, projects within uh, close distance to uh, Crown Prince itself. Yes, we just finished running the Lydia prospect and got some very good results. That was released only a couple of weeks ago. And that will be the next target for open cut. Um, it looks as though we've picked up the ex- extensions of the Crown Prince, so that could end up a bit larger. And we're currently organising everything to start within a few weeks 
uh, a drilling program at Abbotts, which is uh, about 15 k's to the north, which has uh, in past times been a prolific producer for uh, early prospectors via an underground operation. Mm. Um, we've also made a big discovery, or not a big discovery, but we picked up a, a big area at Government Well uh, on, uh, on for uh, future probably a copper uh, low-grade gold, which we'll be uh, looking at very uh, closely in the years to come. Mm. Now, at, you mentioned the uh, turn of last century sort of uh, production started some of these. Has there been much exploration at depth? Because as we know, uh, the big story in WA in uh, recent times has been uh, people coming across a, an old project where there might have just been some surface scratchings, but then drilling deep and finding you know loads extending down to a, a good grade and of good size. Is, is that the similar strategy uh, you guys have? Yes, Barry, that's right. You see, um, we've uh, put... A Engage a, a consultant geologist on uh, for uh, involved in structural geology to have a look at the potential of what we might have underground. You've got to remember the famous saying, I think, for my grandfather, who was in the gold mining industry, was that uh, you've got to look for the next gold mine in the in the shadows of the head frame of the last. And these mm. areas I'm talking about were definitely uh, definitely finished off at about a depth of around about 100 to 120 feet. You've got to remember that was the depth. That, that they could wind a windlass back with the, with the ore in it. So there's a lot of untested ground in WA, and that's revealing itself over and over again. Mm. Uh, uh, and uh, will will become uh, uh, the uh, modus operandi of the future, I should think. For sure. The, the, is there, has there been much exploration uh, in what we might call, quote, unquote, modern times, you know, from the 1980s onwards? Uh, there's been a lot of work done on shallow drilling. Mm. Uh, you've got to remember that Western Australia has, has a really old uh, geological feature, and that is that it's one of the oldest uh, land masses, and it has a great depth of regolith. And uh, anything that's surfaced, uh, quartz veins or any gold that's surfaced, has been found. I mean, if you go back you have 90 to 100,000 pairs of eyes looking over the site, they would have picked up any surface indications. So we have to get a lot cleverer and uh, look using lots of different techniques to, to drill for uh, discoveries at depth. A good example of this, there was a study done recently, or not recently, back in the 1990s, I think, by the University of West Australia that said on the balance of probabilities that it could be at least another two cowgirlies in West Australia, but they'll be buried. There's certainly mm. going to be a number of 10 million ounce deposits yet to be discovered, and I believe that. Uh, mm. And as time goes by, West Australia has got a fantastic future if we don't lock the ground up too tightly and give all of the explorers a, a fair crack at it. Yeah, okay. Now, uh, I mentioned the scoping study. Um, I was just wondering over what sort, and you mentioned uh, 15 to 20 mil uh, sort of potential return uh, through toll treatment. Over what sort of period would you mind? And is that a nine, 12 month sort of program? or That's about a 12 month mining project, I think we do it in probably 50,000 tonne batches. Uh, mm -hmm. So it would be quickly taken care of and it would put the company in a very, very strong position to uh, to carry out some really detailed uh, deep exploration and mm -hmm. uh, have a real good look at the balance of the 360 square kilometres of the Greenstone Belt that we've got, which hasn't really been looked at. Now, you obviously uh, like the model of uh, uh, be becoming self-funding as much as you can. Uh 
while you uh, spend the dollars on the deeper exploration program? Well, I know in Oregon we've been back to the well many times, but of course we've also made some significant discoveries whilst we've been doing that. Uh, I think there was uh, we spun off uh, United Minerals Corporation was spun off, and that was uh, taken over by BHP for I think two dollars thirty a share, mm-hmm. and there were a couple of other big discoveries made. So. Uh, Aura has a, a very, very interesting history and uh, and is backed up by a lot of uh, experience which we'll uh, uh, utilise to the best of our ability in the, in the coming years. I, mm. I personally have great faith in the fact that there will be a lot more significant discoveries made in West Australia provided we apply ourselves uh, in a very professional manner. And I'm sure that's happening now. Where it wasn't happening all the time, I felt in the 1980s, and early 1990s, it was pretty, uh, pretty slapdash, and uh, I think the saying that Keating had that we had a few lounge lizards around definitely applied. Uh, <laughs> look, mm. you've got to remember that your chances of finding a, a gold mine on claims is about one in three thousand. So you better apply yourself, and you better have some pretty, uh, pretty uh, strong uh, backers of your company, and most of all, patient backers, uh, which is. Uh, you see, the trouble is today in, in everything to do with life, uh, instant coffee is not fast enough for people. They expect if they put their uh, money up now that you've got to have a new gold mine next week. Mm. It doesn't work that way. You've got to be, pick pick the teams, the guys that know that they're doing, have they got the right ground and have they got the patience and the ability to, to deliver the goods over mm. a set period of time. I think that's a very honest comment by me. Yeah, probably won't won't be blocked by a lot of people, but that's uh, I see a lot of floats go through and just disappear into the horizon, and uh, uh, without much work being done. Yeah, for sure. Um, You mentioned that you've had some uh, uh, structural uh, consultant work done, consulting work done. I was just wondering of the uh, you know you've got Crown Prince and Lydia Eclipse and uh, the Abbott's Gold project of the uh, the three or four there. um, is uh, one stand out as a one that uh, needs some uh, deep holes in to potentially come up with a, you know, a good size resource? Well, the Crown Prince, uh, Barry, has all the makings of another great fingle. I mean, it's not a great fingle now, really? but it has, ha- mm. it has all the, the geological lookalikes and, and the start of it. And uh, you've got to remember that was a fantastic mine down mm. in Kew. And we have had some good results down as far as three or 400 metres but we now need to extend the depth of those to five, six, seven hundred, maybe even a thousand meters. Uh, if you do, you've got the makings of a of a big discovery in that field, um, mm. and uh, that's the great hope of that we've got that uh, we'll be able to pull that together. In the meantime, mm. we'll look for open cuts that can be mined uh, uh, cheaply and profitably to support our uh, programs, uh, not only in uh, Mekathara but elsewhere. In the, in the state as we go along. Now, I think I mentioned earlier, if you're going to be mining gold to Murchison and particularly around Mekathara, it's the place you want to be. Um, and good gold ground is at a premium in this market. You guys are, uh, you, you've got a good land position there. Uh, we know gold's there. And you've got the upside to come. Uh, you're getting anyone approaching you saying, uh, particularly some uh, cashed-up producers in that part of the world saying, uh, do you want to join Venture it or do you want us to pick up the running on it or is the intention to uh, keep the leverage to yourselves and advance it on a 100% sort of basis? Well, you never, you never knock back a good, uh, a good joint venture partner, but you, 
you really need a, a heavyweight partner, one that's prepared to uh, stick it out and, uh, and and got the clout and particularly the technological or the technical know-how to, to, to make the project bear fruit. Um, I've been in the game a long time and we've had some good JVs and we've had some bad JVs and uh, we're now very careful about selecting who we who we deal with and how they'll they'll handle it. But a big discovery like if, if it turned up at Government Well, which is about 45 k's north of Minkatharra, would definitely be a uh, uh, an opening for a, a heavyweight joint venture partner and uh, we'll be working along those lines. Mm. The, uh, the mix of uh, gold and copper, of course, is uh, magical, can be magical. You can you get the copper count right. You can produce zero cost gold, if not uh, negative cost gold. What's the, the history there and what's, what's the interest in that project? Well, uh, there have been, the government uh, geologists have had a bit of a chat to us and we've, it's early days, we've only drilled about 10 or 15 holes in it. We have picked up the copper, we have picked up a bit of gold and mm. now we have, uh, we're beginning to outline the uh, uh, a bigger target and uh, as soon as we're able we'll be on, on to drilling some deeper holes there uh, once we get a handle on the, uh, uh, the structure itself and mm. uh, that that will be done over the next six to twelve months. We'll uh, have a good look at the uh, at the drill cuttings and the, the general geology of the area and uh, work towards that. Is that target has that been worked up by the uh, department over there? Uh, no, it's never. It was a it was a, a, a it was a discovery by us. I mean, it, it was a it was a virgin yeah, discovery. There you uh, go. We. Picked up uh, some from the government work a few, a few uh, samples of surface samples of uh, of copper which assayed uh, pretty well and then our, one of our geologists is very eagle eye uh, picked out where uh, it had surfaced and that was the start of us uh, picking up the uh, uh, the structure itself so uh, mm. it's quite exciting but uh, a lot you know it's it's a, a future project. Our main interest at the moment is to get ourselves producing gold uh, to support the, uh, the exploration activities. Yeah. Mm. Well, if I could, a uh, couple of general questions. Um, where do you see the gold market at the moment, and, and in particular gold equities? Um, with your your history of the industry, I was just wondering, um, has it ever been this good? Uh, we're getting a lot of a very high discovery rate at the moment, and some big values being created. You know, to greys. Um, like yeah, that. well, I th yes, that's right, Barry. And I think it's because uh, we've got more professional crews working now. The guys are looking back at the older uh, exploration activities which were carried out in the 80s and 90s. A lot of it was uh, uh, slapdash, but uh, there were records kept and now the guys are going back and uh, focusing on the areas where they've got uh, known gold occurrences. And... Mm. Some of the greenstone belt has now become freed up, which has made it a lot easier for uh, proficient explorationists to get on with it, get on with the job. Um, you asked me a question: How do I see the gold? Look, the world, yep. the world is not in good <laughs> shape. At the question. Yes, mm. not in good shape at the moment. Unfortunately, we we are going, in my opinion, to have a major recession, uh, and. Uh, Australia is going to have to battle hard to get out of it. Luckily for a WA, we've got our uh, big iron ore deposits in the north, mm. which uh, which are keeping uh, 
West Australia pretty safe and sound at the moment. Yeah. But I do worry about the uh, Pilbara because you've got to remember that they're, they're picking the sultanas out of the Pilbara and one day all the sultanas will be gone and we'll be left with a large amount of magnetite and they would have disappeared off to Africa. So we've got to make sure we encourage other industry in the mining industry in WA, particularly uh, uh, gold and uh, vanadium and uh, tin, tantalite and copper. We should, uh, should continue mm. to... Uh, work hard towards um, uh, making sure that we keep those industries in the fore and encourage the uh, exploration companies to take on the to take on the hard work of making the uh, discoveries. Yeah, I don't want to be a spoiler, but uh, things are going pretty well for the gold sector at the moment, um, prompting some to worry or suggest that um, is that gold royalty uh, set in stone now? Do you think there might be a temptation to you know, pay the COVID bill, as it were, by increasing royalties, not only on gold, iron ore too, I guess? Yeah. Unfortunately, the politicians are, are, are always looking to, uh, uh, to uh, strip some of the fat off the cow. Mm. I think at this stage where, where the gold industry is just starting off that they should leave it alone and give give everybody a chance to raise the money to come into West Australia in particular because our borders are shut and this mm. is the great state for producing gold and iron ore and uh, to encourage uh, investors from the rest of Australia and particularly overseas to bring their money to West Australia and uh, back the, back not only the big companies but back the little companies like ours to get on with the job. If, uh, if you make a uh, move to... Uh, uh, how can I put it? Milk, milk the fatted cow right now, it might be a mistake and the money will go elsewhere for exploration. Mm. Even though West Australia has got a lot of gold, we could be producing a lot more and that would help the coffers of, uh, of the, the government. It would increase mm. employment and it would make the, the uh, state a lot safer than it is for the uh, uh, long-term future, okay? Yeah. I know that's a political statement, but I firmly believe that we've got to be very careful in West Australia that we uh, uh, we make sure that we keep the exploration dollar and the support dollar coming into the state. Uh, the money can get o- the money can get over the state line, but the people can't. I'm gonna <laughs> I should remember that. <laughs> no, that's. Uh, uh... Let's hope the politicians hear that message loud and clear. Now, back to uh, Aura. Um, I was just wondering if we can uh, bring it home by uh, you giving us a feel of what investors can look out for in particular in the next, uh, you know, in the months, say, leading up to Christmas. Well, we're starting some uh, starting some uh, intensive exploration programs. We have been able to access some drilling rigs. They're difficult to get at the moment and the prices are, have risen. Uh we have been able to engage a um, structural geologist to help us organise the uh, uh, the uh, viewpoint on the, the deeper uh, structures we've got in the uh, Garden Gully area and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get a couple of uh, open cuts going and, uh, and look forward to uh, further detailed exploration, not only in Mekathara but having the dollars to go and look at some other areas we've got of interest. Also, don't forget that we've still got uh, an interest, or I've still got uh, an interest in red bore, where Sandfire has had a prolific success. And mm. even though that's subject to a uh, court case at the moment, I'm hopeful that it'll be settled uh, in the favour of everybody very shortly. If it is, that will make a, a big uh, have a big impact on the uh, uh, worth of uh, Aura Gold. So one should not overlook that. 
Mm. Uh, the equity markets are switched on to uh, good stories at the moment in the gold sector. You guys uh, funded for this uh, push this year? Yes, we've got we've we've got sufficient funding. I won't tell you what, but it's certainly more than five million dollars. So we're in uh, lined up with funding to keep us going. But as mm-hmm. I said earlier, if we get the open cut uh, rolling, uh, open cuts rolling, we're going to be well funded for many years to come to uh, make sure that we are in the van to um, make a major discovery. Look, I'm, I'm, I've put my money where my mouth is in Aura Gold. I've owned a lot of shares in the company. I also backed it financially with a large loan, my wife and I. And I believe that we've got the people and we've got the ground. And uh, in this game, you just need a modicum of luck and uh, things change overnight. Uh, they won't change unless you have a red-eyed go, and that's us. Mm, yeah, you've got to uh, drill the holes. You've got drill to the holes, drill, yeah. keep drilling. Don't, yeah. don't die wondering. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay, Phil, uh, great to catch up as always. Um, thanks for the political message. And as I say, I hope the politicians over in WA and Canberra hear that loud and clear. And uh, with that, I'm going to say thanks for your time today and wish you all the, the best of luck. Or well, not luck, it's uh, hard work. But uh, looking forward to some uh, flow of interesting results out of the projects as we go forward. So thanks for your time today. Thank you, Barry. I, I really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Okay, cheers. Cheers.